0: Rod here, one half of the Lynx Fet podcast, the official podcast of the Road to 246 Challenge. Hope you guys are doing well out there. In England, it's a big day for us. Boris Johnson has just announced that golf will be allowed with the easing of the lockdown, which is fantastic news. Although we do have to make sure we're staying safe and doing things properly. New pod for your ears today. We had a lot of fun recording this one, I must admit. We talked a little bit at the start about the psychology of motivation and what motivates us during lockdown and how do we manage that. We then go through some award-winning features yet again and some brand new ones. And I must say, the level has gone up again this week. Uh, And then we close off with some fan emails. Also, right at the end of the pod, I've got a nice little treat for you. Rob didn't know this was coming. Nice little sound test of him singing. Uh, which he wasn't expecting. So anyway, guys, as always, feel free to get in touch. Rod at roads246.com, email. Rob at road 246com email. The link's effect on Instagram, link's effect on Twitter. Get in touch, love to hear from you. Hope you're staying safe. And if you do manage to get out and play golf before the next pod, good luck, go well. Cheers.
1: recording from now
0: okay are you ready
1: ready for what start i hope you've packed
0: your waterproofs it's the lynx affair
1: very good why the waterproofs
0: pack your waterproofs it's gonna be raining
1: because we're on a lynx
0: course
1: is that because we're on a lynx course
0: yeah, and also it is literally about to rain outside. Looking at the brand new St Albans Broadcasting Centre out the window, um, <laughs> Kat and I have invested in a second office. We are hunkering down. Well, it's just a crappy desk and a chair, to be honest. But
1: tell you what, no expense spared in the St Albans n- branch. The spec. <laughs> Actually, no. Did the Ligsvec pay for that?
0: <laughs> it might be tax deductible. <laughs>
1: the brand. No, the phenomenon. So, what you're asking what the Lynx effect is, aren't you? Yeah. Always, always oh, the I same. <laughs> the Lynx effect uh, is following our journey, trying to play 246 Lynx golf courses around the world, uh, as defined in the book, True Lynx. But also, as part of that journey, we're just trying to explore a little bit about mental health and d- openly talk about that and trying to, even if one person listens to it and resonates with it, that's a bonus. So... That's about it, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. Um, I just thought I'd mention that I've had quite a few texts and phone calls. People are listening in. Really? Um, our last episode was our highest listened episode ever.
1: Is that because of the new features?
0: Shattering triple figure figures. <laughs> uh, so
1: I did play it back quite a few times. <laughs>
0: I'll just put it on Luke. Seems to work. <laughs> we need to get the adverts in. That's why we make the money, isn't it? So. Um...
1: Who's going to advertise so, on yeah.
0: this? How's your week been, boy? Uh, be yeah, in?
1: good, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Weather's been nice, yeah. isn't it? <sighs> is it?
0: Is this the content we break?
1: That, that is the extent been. of British conversation, isn't it? Yeah, the weather's good at
0: the moment. I mean, it's been a good week for weather. We're in week seven. I'm finding, um, as,
1: as with most things, this sort of lockdown thing is going in cycles when it comes to where your head's at some days you're fine with it you're like a lockdown's fine and then other days you're just annoyed with your partner and just want to get yourself (laughs) remove yourself from the situation right even though they've done absolutely Uh, nothing wrong and it's all in your own head did she listen
0: to this seriously? no Uh, okay fine good Uh, hang on it feels like we're entering a bit of a zone here so let me just uh
1: COVID-19 update. We
0: should have done that earlier, really. Is this
1: uh, the Fake News flash, 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 flash?
0: Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> and because from video, I can actually flash you. Um, <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, mate, it's been a weird week for us, actually. Um, feels like the country is starting to try and get used to the idea that we might be coming out of a lockdown.
1: I, I find, still find the whole thing very uh, interesting to observe. So how, how sort of the, the communities or the social aspect of it, like or social acceptance of the way you're supposed to be thinking about it sort of is, is about three weeks behind where it needed to have been. So sort of everyone, everyone, I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of nearly a resistance to go back to normal now. Whereas at the start, people were like, no, nah, I'll be fine. But now people are like, hang on a minute. Isn't it a bit too soon? <laughs>
0: yeah. Whereas like two weeks ago, everyone was just like, oh my God, all I want to do is get out and yeah. see my friend. It's funny. I spoke to a few people end of the week. And they were saying some of their friends have just decided to break it and they're just going around people's houses. And I feel like that's a little silly.
1: Just a bit. the where we are. Surely the whole, um, the whole, so point, quite- the whole point of... Uh, uh, I'd be very surprised if that was a majority feeling. I sort of fe- feel yep. there's, there's an air of trepidation about anything, really. Like people want to go out, but they're, they're not going to go and shake each other's hands. They're not going to hug each other, are they? I don't know. Maybe that's just me
0: yeah it's been, a tough week, mate. <laughs> it's been a tough week mate obviously now i think we're in week seven or we're coming up to week seven um and the last two weeks have been really difficult to kind of get through like work's been really busy and yeah. then you almost that's bleeding into your evenings and it's almost like we're going back to the old ways where you know you, a lot of people would work very very long hours um
1: It's not good, is it? The added
0: bonus of you being locked in the same three rooms for 24 hours a day, right?
1: That's not good.
0: The thing I've learned is the point where you feel like you're going down a spiral and you're starting to feel anxious and a bit down, recognizing that moment and then acting as immediately as you can is so crucial. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like, shit, I'm going for a run. I'm going for a very slow run, but I'm going for a run.
1: How is the Achilles? Uh,
0: I it feels good. I, I banged out a 10k.
1: Banged out week. a 10k. Sub sub out. the hour? Huh? Did you break the hour?
0: No, I didn't get any close, anywhere near the hour. At the start of lockdown, one of the things I wanted to do was try and run 10k because I didn't think I could do it anymore. You I, mean, never I lose did it, it.
1: You never lose it.
0: Well, I've lost a bit of it. <laughs> Very lost a bit of it. Um, you know, that moment where you go, right, I've got to act on this. Yeah. Go for a run, do some yoga whatever do something like a lot of sort of hobbies are going on in our house now so like colouring in and
1: colouring in
0: <laughs> yeah man adult colouring in is the way forward I'm telling you <laughs> why it's the mind
1: do they sell adult colouring in kits yes wow that that hasn't reached norfolk yet i don't think
0: well it's very similar to children's colouring in
1: is it paint by numbers sort of theme?
0: No, you've got. You've got. I mean, this is the content they pay for. You have got freedom. Um, no, freedom just,
1: to uh, be sort of an artist, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. That's, okay. that's 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 the beautiful thing. Positive things that you've done this week, mate.
1: I've planted some more seeds in my vegetable patch. <laughs> <laughs> that's positive. Is that a euphemism. Uh, no new. <laughs> but that, I th- I think that brings it sort of full circle, doesn't it? You're 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 bringing life to the world in vegetable form. Uh, is, this, are, is this going well? We are
0: firing this week, mate. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> is this going well? Uh, I don't know. Um, that
1: was a bit too serious, so this, though, I think. This
0: week, so this week, uh, should have done this at the top, really, but I was just so excited to speak to another human being. Uh, so this week, we've got some classic features coming at you.
1: Classic. Some
0: brand new ones. Yeah, I actually did some prep for this. Um, uh, R&R, and then a bit of flim-flam at the end. A bit of what? Flim flam.
1: Flim flam, sure. Yeah, a bit shitter what... chatter. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: R and R then, Rob. Do R and R. It feels like we sort of nearly already started it, didn't we? But... We, no, we we didn't, do, we didn't we did. officially start it because we didn't play the theme tune, did we? So
0: it's not the theme tune, is
1: it? No. I think we would get
0: better. Oh
1: <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> That's one today. Um, I don't know whether that was intentional, but did that supposed to go quicker and then slower again? Or is that just the the dodgy audio we've got going on?
0: Oh god, it's not dodgy audio. Should we try it again?
1: Try it again. R and R. Good. Like is that it. Fast and slow. No, that's fine, mate. I mean, we don't. Right. We probably shouldn't Are have said that. First? But anyway.
0: Well, this is the feature. Just to remind the nation. Uh, This is the feature where Rod and Rob ask each other questions about what's going on in their daily lives, mental health, golf, or otherwise.
1: I mean, I think originally we'd hoped to uh, bring the conversations on course to the listener. However, we haven't been on the course in a while. (laughs) So now we're just making it up as we go along. We'll come back. Fine. Um, I think this week... um, so over the since we've been on lockdown, one thing has has not played on my mind, but has been uh, uh, sort of constantly comes back to the the word motivation, getting motivation to do things, uh, specifically because since we love talking about it in the sporting related arena, motivation is to do hobbies, do anything in this particular time. Uh, how do you motivate yourself, Rodney?
0: So there is the 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 process of being motivated and then what you're motivated towards. Yeah. So starting with the last one, in my mind, everyone's motivations are different. A lot of motivation can sometimes be tied to an event. Yeah. So you've got a race that you're targeting when you're running, or someone wants to shoot below 100, or someone wants to run a 10K, right? Yeah. Um, now, a lot of those events have been taken away from us yeah so you will not be running a race for a while i will not be shooting under 100 for a while Yep. (laughs) three or four years for example of
1: course will be open but yeah anyway
0: yeah so then so then i think they talk about intrinsic and extrinsic extrinsic motivation reward so intrinsic reward is the the feeling internally of you achieving something an extrinsic is obviously like a medal or a trophy or whatever yeah. so the latter has been stripped away right and then so we're relying on our internal intrinsic motivation to keep us going now i'm not sure if i spoke about this last week but i think as a nation you've had seven weeks of lockdown the first five or six have been crisis response high energy lots of um lots of adrenaline beep and you cannot your body cannot keep processing and clearing your body of adrenaline for long periods of time. That's when you feel exhausted. We're all feeling exhausted right now. So that's kind of that's my view on why I think people are struggling potentially. I um, it's I interesting. Uh
1: so I, I'm sort of obviously we talked about the fear of failure last week, or whenever it was, two weeks ago in the last podcast Um, and I at that time couldn't see or remember uh, fear of failure being a motivator but now it it is sort of linked isn't it Um, so in in the specific uh, situation we are at the minute the motivator for some is worrying about what other people think yeah yeah uh, and and I think that is linked in some way to the fear of failure, like being a failure too in the eyes of other people. Like, for me at the minute, as stupid as it may seem, you you there is a bit of you that's like other people look at your Strava account or looking at your Garmin and aren't seeing you running or are seeing you running really slowly. Then that's a the motivator to run a bit faster or to uh, keep going on a particular Strava segment or I don't know whatever it is. There is a yep. little bit of you that's thinking, "Hang on, other people are going to see this, so I need to up my game."
0: But that is funny. Take that as a case study. That so so. Let's take our example in our friendship group. So I in our friendship group, we have a lot of good runners. Yep. And me.
1: <laughs> Hello.
0: Right. Be honest. So you're I, good
1: at other things, own... mate. You're you're a, you're an athlete in your own right. <laughs> Did that sound patronizing enough?
0: Uh, that's what you say to the kid that got picked last. Um no, my my rate, my realm is very much power and speed. Well it was. I don't know if it is now. But what I'm saying is if if I go for a run, I know that you and other people are gonna see that, and I know that you would run that run significantly quicker than I would.
1: But it's interesting. So, so that, that could yeah.
0: that could prevent me from doing it in the first place.
1: Yeah. It's in it's very interesting because I I think, so that, then you putting the shoe on the other foot, I don't really care what you do. Like, as in, I I I, <laughs> I, I enjoy it. Like Obviously, if you do a run or whatever, that's really good. I don't really care what pace you go at because everyone's in their own world, aren't they? Everyone has got their own struggles yeah. doing their own thing and it really doesn't matter. Uh, and yeah. the people that do care about that sort of thing are, the, are not the kind of people you really want to be associated with anyway, are they? So ultimately... No. Uh, that being a form of motivation is absolute tripe, isn't it?
0: Mm. It should be. And so I think I, I agree. And unfortunately, we're. I'll take a really weird example. I've got a WhatsApp group where we started off talking about the reason it was built was because we were betting on NFL games, American football games. It's now turned into basically a show reel for Master Chef. So everyone <laughs> is like cooking like insane stuff like yesterday there was there was a butternut squash tortellini made from scratch okay it's ridiculous right but that but you know everyone but the reason why is because everyone in that group enjoys cooking that's great and actually i think it could be an example of us all kind of pushing each other right so people have started doing some baking so we're always i mean there's a national flour shortage at the moment so actually it's kind of Oh yeah, I'll try this new thing. Yeah. You know, I'll try cooking ox cheek, which I did and it was bloody beautiful. Um <laughs> so it's interesting, it's really it's almost like once once you're at a certain level, you're comfortable to contribute. So pictures or Strava runs or whatever. I think there's a there's the getting a, started.
1: There's a phrase missing here, isn't there? And it's peer pressure. Yeah. And it's got a lot yeah, to answer for. I agree. Sort of peer pressure, so Rob, you,
0: you and also you asked there, um, how am I staying motivated? Yep. And if you didn't, it's just a natural segue for me to talk about something else.
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: Um so on screen at the moment I'm showing Rob my bullet journal. Awesome. Right, so look up bullet journaling. It's quite good. What it basically breaks down into is daily goals to complete, right? And they could be as small as Making your bed, you know, whatever. And so, if you have those daily goals in, it creates a sense of purpose for me. Yeah. So, with this podcast, for example, you know, on like, so today it'll be a podcast and format half the podcast or produce half the podcast. Um, and then the other thing I do is I share that with my other half so we can keep each other honest.
1: Yeah i like it
0: right because yeah so it's um there's an internal intrinsic reward for doing that because you're taking stuff off and you're feeling good about yourself but then also there's an extrinsic reward because the other person knows you've done it and then you the, the big thing that you need to do is celebrate your wins yeah that's the big thing because otherwise it will just feel like a to-do list um And also if you're both doing that at the same time, the the big phrase is misery loves company.
1: Are you, are you sort of, uh, metering or, uh, like, so if you show your list to your other half, are you getting some feedback and saying there's too much on there or there's not enough on, not enough on there?
0: Um, I tend to under, I, I tend to put less on than I think I can achieve. Because I think this is one of the keys is that we're not giving ourselves enough space to understand we're in a global pandemic, which comes back to this point of social media and going on social media and people are like, oh, yeah, I've just done this amazing body transformation and I've cooked this and I've just got a new dog and I've just bought a house and and I'm doing all these amazing things and it's like, well, that's just a persona you're putting on to social media. And if you buy into that, yeah. Everyone is apparently. Everyone's like the human race is making a massive jump forward because we can all now cook perfect linguini, whatever.
1: I also um, think that you've got to give tasks due care and attention and and the the time that they need to do them well, and and that yeah. often includes like thinking time, pondering time, or I don't know, letting letting stuff stew for a bit in your mind. And oh, actually, there's a better way to do that. I'll do it like that. And, and writing that in within your to-do list doesn't really work, does it? However, if you give each task sort of double the time you think it might take, that at least then gives you a bit of leeway, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. And and the big thing is trying to avoid the feeling of failure and understand. So you either put less on your list or you just accept that you're going to do it in a longer time frame. So you put it put it for tomorrow instead of today. Yeah. And, you and, you know, if you feel like starting it today, because I think that's what's kind of happening with certain people And this, you know, come back to why are we struggling with motivation is, you know, people wake up and they're like, right, I've got a day off today. I'm going to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And then they sit on the sofa because they're letting themselves kind of regenerate and think and ponder and all that good stuff. Gets the end of the day. They've done half the stuff and then they just go into a spiral of, oh, I failed and i will not motivated. It just gets worse and worse. So it's really interesting
1: i like it, um, I, like it I do I, find,
0: it. If I don't make that in the morning
1: um i struggle for the rest of the day i really do i think i'm, I'm gonna try that see how i get on i'll report back why don't week.
0: i i'll kind of, I'll, I'll dig out some resources and i'll put them on the i'll put them on the website and I'll put them on the pod link of bullet journal it's so simple it's just it's just a kind of a to-do list that you've got a bit more control over
1: and that is ultimately, I think, what where we're trying to go with this podcast as well, isn't it? We're not just silly golf memes, and uh... <laughs> well, we are, but <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's trying <laughs> to bring to bring the the talking of of various aspects of mental health just into everyday conversation and continuing that conversation, right? So yeah. I think that'd be a good idea.
0: Yeah, and I know you know a big thing it. Is... Helps with is tracking habits over time as well. Yeah, speaking to a lot of friends, people are struggling a lot with alcohol.
1: <laughs> yep,
0: a lot of it knocking about, it turns out. Um, <laughs> and having I track what days I drink on, and so
1: are they days I'm gonna why?
0: Is have at least four days a week where I don't have a drink at all. Because it's quite easy, just to go. Oh, you know, it's been a bit. I mean, for you particularly, you know, busy job.
1: <laughs> another <laughs> busy job another tough things. day uh, at the cold face.
0: Yeah, and then you think, oh, do you know what? I've done a full day's work. It's half tea. I'm going to crack open a nice cold one, and yeah. you sort of slip into bad habits.
1: Fortunately, um, I don't. I don't really have that temptation. I'm. I'm not someone that struggles with it. Friday, oh, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. I'll. I'll... Kick back and, and have a few or something, but uh, like I don't know, most of the time it's not something I need. So,
0: lager, 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 sometimes cider.
1: So, <laughs> different drinks, different drinks for different needs. Uh, um, good, I think that was a good well, one.
0: Yeah, it's and it's, it's so variable day on day, yeah. and it's like making the most of it when you're feeling motivated and feeling good, making the most of it. And when you're not quite feeling there, it's giving yourself the space to al- allow yourself to feel that way. Yeah. And accepting that it's okay.
1: Uh, there's a good, uh, like as part of this, I've sort of been looking online at, at various sort of motivational quotes and things like that. Uh, and it may not be a motivational quote, but something that sort of resonated with me was just a simple, uh, your feelings are valid. Yeah. Like, that says it all to me it's like at whatever moment in time your feelings are your feelings you can't really do much about them (laughs) so Mm -hmm. they're completely valid Uh, and as long as you cognitively try and think about those and and maybe why they're happening if they're bad or not getting too carried away when you're feeling ecstatic then ultimately that's just just everything you think is valid it's then just trying to control that
0: yeah no it's you know, we were talking, and I'd, I'd love to have a conversation about The Last Dance with you. Um, we'll save that, which is a it's supposed to be a documentary on Chicago Bulls, uh, six championship winning team, but it just turns out to be a massive Michael Jordan jerk off.
1: <laughs> um, and I'm fine with that.
0: That is, that is the strap line, The Last Dance, <laughs> yeah. Um, and when people talk, I'm, I'm straying dangerously into another topic, so I'll just Kind of cut uh, show. It, I think at
1: some point we need to pressure. discuss our uh, particular sporting heritage, don't we? Yeah, probably. But we'll, that's we'll save that for another pod.
0: Yeah, but uh, just coming back to this pressure. Normally, dealing with pressure, I'm probably going to get a load of four or five texts of saying I'm wrong here. But dealing with pressure is accepting that you're in a pressurized situation. Yeah as opposed to
1: trying
0: to fight it you're like yeah i know this is a yeah thing um anyway that was just a bit of an aside so maybe
1: that's an r and I I agree we'll we'll do a little topic on the on the last dance
0: right rob hello Shall we move into some award-winning features
1: i mean we probably need to 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 do the outro to r and r first
0: Oh shit, yeah, sorry. It... You would have thought after a week of doing, like a couple of weeks of doing these, it's fine. It's definitely not that, is it?
1: <laughs> always the same.
0: Always the same. Do you still feel like this is a lift music?
1: No. Oh, no. Uh, see, oh, it's weird. I, I actually enjoy that now. You've always been a grower. <laughs> uh, right.
0: should we do some features I'm so excited for these
1: some more features
0: yeah Got, I'm just getting my extensive notes
1: out Go on, Em. What do you want to do? Uh,
0: We shouldn't give them... I mean, Baldo Ronaldo is... You can't do that straight off, can you? Because that the, is award-winning. The so feedback from that, one that one was, was, one
1: was one remarkably one. positive for something that I, <laughs> was created in about 10 seconds in my head.
0: Uh, at least four people I know that listened to it said they ne- were nearly sick laughing.
1: <laughs> or am I singing? <laughs>
0: Right, do you want me to do a little warm-up one, then?
1: Go on, then. Is this another game? Okay. Or... or uh...
0: Yeah, so I've got an old classic. Yeah. And a brand new one for you as well.
1: Okay. I'm really good. Do you, okay, do you like... so Go on. if
0: so you can guess the feature.
1: Words. <laughs> Words. Oh yeah, we're definitely slicker this week Welcome on the on the music, aren't we? You. Thank you very much for having me on. On What's I lie to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was the was the music level okay there?
1: Spot on, mate. We're we're slicker this week. We've got it all lined up, ready to go. Yeah. Although What's you, still, to you to still you still you still can't press the right buttons at the right time, but it's fine.
0: Would I lie to you. The second week running, we're running this, so no one's really violently objected to it, including any of Tiger Woods's lawyers. In Woods I Lie To You, I'm going to present to you three Tiger Woods facts, and you are going to say true or false. Happy with that? Yep. Number one.
1: Yep. (laughs) Tiger
0: Woods does not have the record for the largest winning margin of shots in a four round tournament is that true or is that false false so you think he has got the record
1: yeah yeah i think so happy with that yeah yeah sorry mate sorry sound effects on point this week yeah they're good A daytime quiz show.
0: Xander Shaffley, I said that right.
1: Xander Shoffley, yeah.
0: Schaffley, yeah. Xander Shoffley at a halfway house in a tournament once encountered a soggy tiger walking off the course, who promptly told him, F you <laughs>
1: Well There's no need for that. Uh, I'm gonna go with true because was... Tiger's been through some some rough times and that like, he's 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 got to vent sometimes, hasn't he? Yeah. Correct.
0: Absolutely true. And then finally... Yeah. He's got a shade on. At Quail Hollow Golf Club, Tiger Woods once conducted an interview where the interviewer had shit his pants.
1: <laughs>
0: is that true or is that
1: false? <laughs> That's amazing. (laughs) I'm gonna, uh, that can't be true, but I I want it to be true, but I can't believe it is, so I'm gonna go false. (laughs) No, no, no way.
0: I can't remember the full story, but basically, it was Fairway Farity. There was some, they were joking amongst broadcasters about who was the most flatulent, and Fairway Farity obviously. (laughs) really wanted to win and so popped out a couple of nuggets and then he was told promptly to go and speak to tiger woods and interview him and tiger apparently could smell it and then ran away (laughs) it's like a kid's story isn't it (laughs) yeah that's that was the second edition of woods i lie to you rob not sure what do you think about that
1: i enjoyed it it's better with the with all the the music lined up beforehand
0: Woods. Woods. Oh yeah. And that is the second edition of Woods. I lied to you, Rob. I liked it. Good one. I liked it.
1: Long running, as in second episode. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah the second episode.
1: Shall I? Shall I do the uh, globally renowned Faldo or Ronaldo?
0: I've got my four iron hybrid out for this. It's my favourite.
1: <laughs> Why? Just out of interest.
0: I'm going to have a few practice swings while you're
1: doing it. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Just you, so I stop laughing.
1: Are you ready for this?
0: Yeah, go for
1: it. Come on. Uh, just before I carry on with the actual singing of the theme tune, I have actually got a better ending to the theme tune this week rather than just stopping it. Have you really? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, it was pretty good to start with, you, you so. might,
1: You might notice... Uh, and notice what I've done, but we'll go with it, right? Anyway, right? I'll restart that. Faldo or Ronaldo? Can you guess it, Faldo or Ronaldo? Can you guess it? <laughs>
0: it's the word is perfect.
1: Welcome to it Faldo is, or Ronaldo.
0: Thank you very much for having me on Faldo or Ronaldo. This is Poor
1: the Ronaldo. this is the world world famous Faldo or Ronaldo, where I read out quotes from uh, either Nick Faldo or one of the Ronaldos, Cristiano or Fat Ronaldo, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, you have to guess which one it is. Lovely. So, right, number right, okay, one. Fine. You ready for this? Yeah. My game is like a cross between karaoke and rap. Crap. Is that Faldo or Ronaldo?
0: Nick Faldo doesn't strike me as a big rapper. Mm. I'm gonna say
1: I'm
0: gonna say it's Faldo.
1: That was Nick Faldo. Sir Nick Faldo. Yeah. Rado, right, mate. So the reason why I went
0: for that is because there's a documentary coming up on Cristiano Ronaldo, and I don't think he's ever said anything negative about himself ever.
1: No, I think, yeah, there's a clue there, isn't there? Could have been the other yeah. one, though. The other one.
0: Oh, I could have, well. Still
1: <laughs> no, one, one of not... the
0: greatest footballers to ever play. It's <laughs> not him, one. it's the other one. <laughs> God, i would be shaming. shaming.
1: Right. Poor old Chris Woods, golfer. He must be fuming as well. Right, next, Faldo or Ronaldo. I have my flaws too, but I'm a professional who doesn't like to miss or lose. Is that Faldo?
0: Ronaldo. It's a Ronaldo, definitely.
1: That is Cristiano Ronaldo.
0: Yeah.
1: Cristiano, well done. It's too easy this week, isn't it? Oh. Little
0: car horn there for you as well. (laughs) (laughs)
1: in the traffic jam again
0: lovely the next one you
1: ready yeah my life has always been a series of challenges and i'm psychologically prepared but this is the biggest challenge of my life is that faldo or ronaldo that's a difficult one my life has always been a series of challenges and i'm psychologically prepared but this is the biggest challenge of my life you know, Ronaldo you could say that before you go out for the last round of a major, couldn't you? Yeah, or trying
0: to lead Portugal to a World Cup final.
1: Uh that is Fat Ronaldo. Three out of three, mate.
0: Oh.
1: Right, that's it. We're not so, playing that game we're not playing of... that game again. If you're gonna get them all right. <laughs> uh and that was uh, that three, was Faldo three, or Ronaldo. faldo or ronaldo can you guess it faldo or ronaldo get ready for the symbol very good no i don't need to play it again there you go mate so if you're going to keep getting them right though we're not going to play that
0: well
1: can you can if you faldo yeah.
0: From Wellington Garden City. <laughs> and both Ronaldos are very different people.
1: <laughs> I'm going to have to Which
0: sort of is a nice segue onto my new feature mate. Oh, go on. I very much started with there's two tenants to my approach to this. But David I started with the name of a golfer, all oh, right, and a song.
1: Okay, Put good. Them together. Yeah.
0: I'm not very familiar with the song if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love this song. Oh, no, I think I know it. You recognise the song, don't you? I think I've got the golfer as well.
0: Palmer, 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 chameleon. It's A or B. It's A or B. Palmer, 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 chameleon. Welcome to Palmer Chameleon.
1: That's not where I thought you were going.
0: Where... <laughs> where did you think I was going?
1: I thought the end of Chameleon was going to be Mickelson.
0: Uh, Parmameleon.
1: Thanks for having me on uh, Parmameleon, or, or whatever it's called.
0: Just as a reminder, this is Arnold Palmer.
1: Palmer I mean. Chameleon. Palmer Chameleon. Good. Yeah. Go on.
0: Palmer Chameleon, a game where the choice between two people has never been more difficult. So... In a round of Palmer Chameleon, I will give you a list of stats, facts, or other words, And you simply have to tell me, is it player A or player B?
1: I mean, I feel like you've missed the trick with the with the name of the the game. Why? A chameleon famously changes its colours to suit adapt it to its surroundings.
0: Yeah, and I've, I've changed the stats to fit two different people.
1: Ah, uh, go on then.
0: And Arnold Palmer's a golfer. Look, it was. I told you <laughs> it was a slow week this week, right? <laughs>
1: Right, right. I'll, I'll reserve judgment until we've played it. But you're winning so far. Number one,
0: player one has the record for the lowest ever round, uh, four-round score in a PGA tournament. Two hundred fifty-three has thirteen tournament wins, one major, and in twenty twenty, led the PGA in shots gained, t-degree. Is that Patrick Reed or Justin Thomas? Player A. Patrick Reed, A. B. Justin Thomas.
1: I'm going Patrick Reed.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> you must be insane if you think that I'm going to put Patrick Reed in anything useless. T- sir, um, when did Justin, Justin Thomas, Thomas, Thomas win a
1: major? So yeah, Have I missed Thomas, that?
0: He won won the PGA. Uh, when? I don't know. It was on PGA.com. I don't know.
1: Details. What do you want from me? Right.
0: Player number two. Player number two has 39 tournament wins PGA, five majors, and has, I think he's third and fourth place on the lowest four-round scores. 256. Is that Phil Mickelson, player A, or Byron Nelson, player B?
1: Byron Nelson. (laughs)
0: Phil
1: Mickelson. I was going to go for Philly, Philly M, but I... uh... Based on the last Still one, like I, I went with my gut. I got that wrong, so it's getting well. Your gut is
0: rubbish. Right. Sorry, mate. Oh for two. Come on, bud. <laughs> Number three. This player has...
1: Just FYI, Byron Nelson has won five majors as well.
0: Yeah, I know. That's the whole point. That's why it's chameleon.
1: let oh,
0: see what I've done. <laughs> There's so many layers to this game, you're just getting it. It's,
1: uh, yeah. are they basically the two people you right. give me, the stats are so similar that only proper anoraks would know the actual answer.
0: Player number three, nine career PGA tour wins, seventy-seven international or other tournament wins. Okay. Six majors. That's a lot. Is that player A, Sevi Balisteros? or player B, Nick Faldo of Faldo or Ronaldo
1: fame. I've got to uh, uh, pay homage. You go, if you go over three, you've got to take your top off. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's <laughs> sort of irrelevant on a podcast, isn't it?
0: Not what I've got Instagram.
1: Instagram. I'll go for uh, the great Sevi, who who sadly, uh, anniversary of his death this week. In, in homage to him, I'll go for Sevi Ballesteros.
0: Oh, I feel really bad now. You didn't pick him.
1: You did not. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right, you're going in the garbage, mate. <laughs> I was really happy with the theme tune
0: as well. It's a it's a Sing along. Pum, 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 a chameleon. It's A or It's A or B. It's A or B. It's A or B. Thank you very much for playing Palmer Chameleon.
1: Uh, I was a little bit disappointed that Arnold Palmer didn't feature in the first episode of Palmer Chameleon.
0: That's like paying millions and millions and billions of dollars to have Tom Cruise in your film and then kill him in the first five minutes.
1: (laughs) It's a a bit like a game of Faldo or Ronaldo without Faldo.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, I see what you mean. Right. Right. So sort off all my features there, what do you think, mate? Is that is that a sticker? Or I actually quite enjoyed to... that,
1: despite the fact that I'm O of three, and <laughs> and you actually ruined uh, Sevi Ballesteros for me. But that's fine. I thought I honestly thought you were gonna that's... that 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 was a nod to the to the great Sevi. But well done. Yeah, I feel I, I
0: feel quite bad actually. As soon as you that i queued up the uh, trumpet and then you started saying that and I was like this feels a little bit insensitive
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, savvy anyway.
0: Yeah
1: Right I think one one last little game I say game, it's not a game. It's more of the feature that I alluded to last week. Uh, and there was a resounding answer on the Instagram this week of whether we should run with it. Was a little feature that I'm probably not going to sing to because no one needs to hear that. I like big putts. And I lie. <laughs> Welcome to uh, I Like Big Putts and I Cannot Lie.
0: Couple of questions. Thank you very much. A, thank you very much for having me on yeah. Big Putts and I Cannot Lie. Yeah. B, why have you not got the outfit on? <laughs> uh,
1: it's not that kind of podcast.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. right.
1: So, this feature uh, is not a game as, as such, but I think we walk down memory lane on some of the great putts, the great big putts uh, of all time. Pay homage to some of those uh, moments in, in golfing history. So, uh, as. The head feature image of this uh, part of the podcast, I would, and and actually one of my first golfing memories, the nineteen ninety five uh, Open Championship. I'd like to talk about Costantino Rocca.
0: You love him, don't
1: you? I bloody love He's got him. A real
0: soft spot. For you
1: have. I think that there's there's something something about uh, sort of the way he celebrated that putt, uh, and just a, a generally all round sort of nice guy that you you were willing him to, to win that playoff. Anyway, I'll, I'll rewind a bit and do the bit of the background. So basically the 1995 Open, uh, John Daly was in the clubhouse on minus six. Uh, Costantino yeah. Rocca and uh, I think Michael Campbell were on the tee in the final grouping. Um, Michael
0: Campbell? Mickey Campbell?
1: Uh, the, yeah, Mickey Campbell, Mickey C. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey C. C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, that the Rocker and Campbell were on the 18th tee at St Andrews, uh, and Campbell was two shots down, so he was on minus four. Rocker was on minus five. Both spanked yeah. their drives up there. Campbell, I think, pretty much got on the green, uh, and Rocker was sort of 20-30 yards short of the green. So, like, I don't know if you how well you know St Andrews, but that final hole is a relatively short par four, drivable in the right conditions. Yeah. Um, one of the most infamous sort of holes in golf, I'd say, with the Swilkin Bridge. Uh, but basically, yeah. so Daly's in the clubhouse minus six. Rocker needs a birdie. Camel needs an eagle. Camel's on the green in two. Sorry, with his drive, so he's got a putt for eagle, uh, and Rocker yeah. uh, is just short of the green, so he needs a good chip. Right, he needs to get close, get that birdie in. Fluffs his chip. He fluffs it right into what they call the Valley we of Sin. We we have all been there when you're stood in front of thousands of people. I'm sure. That was probably part of the problem, but he basically fluffed it uh, and it left him uphill, swinging all over the place, uh, Put for, like everyone had written him off basically. Uh, And then he sinks it, he sinks it to to join Daly and and force a playoff, but the celebrations, he's he's banging his putter on the ground, banging his fists on the ground, he's loving life. He's on his knees, hands in the air, one of the great moments for me. Of open history. It's a
0: great description I feel like I'm really there um, <laughs> on the way that we perhaps <laughs> just do a bit of audio with it so he's just got into the valley, I mean that is a hell of a valley, so I'll put the link on the podcast but he's basically fluffed a chip into the Grand Canyon something special to take it into a playoff
1: just for a round of John Daly's
0: excellent mullet on the show. John Daly. a boy. So he's lined up. It is is approximately three quarters of a mile away this part.
1: Basically, Daly's ready to lift the cup up there, isn't he? He's in in the background thinking, I've got this. I'm fine.
0: The reaction. The double fist pumps. One of my favourite celebrations. (laughs) Banging the floor. That is incredible. That is pure emotion, isn't it?
1: Yeah. But the best bit, that wasn't even to win. That was just a force of playoff. And the saddest part of this story is that Daly won the playoff.
0: (laughs) I've got a question for you based on that. That is a beautiful part. I've just noticed that he was wearing a lemon polo neck. Yeah, there aren't many colours that are difficult to, put, and maybe the Ricky Fowler orange.
1: That is the Italian way, isn't it? Just a bit of flair. He's just he's he's left it under the uh, under the jumper, just a little tease, isn't it? Imagine yeah. if that sun starts shining. Bosch, the limoncello. There you go. Have some of that.
0: <laughs> Bosch, limoncello. That's the name of the podcast, isn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh... Anyway, I um, I really enjoy that moment. Uh, although it sort of the story doesn't really end as, as you would wish with Daly winning the playoff. Just that moment, sort of the, a massive underdog, he came into that tournament as a, like not awful player, but not someone you'd expect to be there nearing the win and and to to make that putt in that situation after having duffed the chip is just a, a nice moment of sports yeah. history. Anyway, did you like that?
0: Yeah, I really like that, and. Um... If if you'll permit me, I'll uh, come back with a response like uh, to uh, next week. But anyway, I'll have a good one. Good. Don't you worry about that, son. Okay.
1: Bosh. Limoncello.
0: Right. Uh, we um. We're running out of time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, even really? No one's
0: got anything to do. Um. We didn't come back to Paul's email last week. Good idea. Um... So just just we had our first uh, correspondence last week, Paul. Um, no location, just all, which is great. Question was, what do you think the long term impacts of COVID on golf are? Uh,
1: so, golf uh, from a playing perspective, or from a business perspective, or both?
0: Well, I think I think it's a bit of an open goal, really. Whatever yeah. you want to talk about.
1: I mean, from a from a business perspective, it's obviously quite similar to a lot of other businesses in terms of a, a, a short term yeah. cash flow problem. Um where where you're looking at alternative sources of income looking at people paying their memberships up front for for an extended period where they're not going to be able to play and things like that and just making sure you've got enough money to take you over um and there's a, there's a course aspect from a from a greenkeeper's perspective so you've got sort of less less greenkeepers on the courses at the minute uh keeping them all tidy and they're doing a phenomenal job but ultimately you're not going to be able to do the same with a with a strip bare crew, as you are with a with a full complement, so uh, there, there's the conditions of the course. I mean, I am of the view that the courses will be fine. It's that that'll just be a short term impact. They'll have just grown a bit more in certain places and maybe not quite as manicured. Uh, but long-term, that might actually do them good. But from a playing perspective, will there be much of a long-term impact? I don't know. It's just then the society behavioural aspect. You maybe think twice about touching the flag and, and shaking people's hands and I don't know, all the things you do.
0: So it's funny, just I've had a few people text me this week to say they think golf courses are going to open next week. So for for the benefit of the tape, we are on Sunday the 10th of May um boris johnson in the uk boris johnson is about to announce potentially a bit of an easing on our lockdown um and a couple of people have texted me to say that golf could be the first sport to reopen
1: yeah
0: um and this comes back to the points i was making last week which i was sort of saying well actually if you were gonna have a sport that would reopen it would be probably golf
1: golf is up Uh, there isn't it? It it yeah
0: It's a naturally distancing sport, and you can manage, as you say, you can manage those interactions. My friend was saying that at his course, they've already emailed the members to say, here's a list of rules that you can follow once we reopen.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And the groundskeeper's already been working on the course. So all signs are very positive. And actually, Rob, I was thinking it might be quite a nice little opportunity to actually grow the game a bit. In what way? Well, at the moment, it looks like it'll be members only, playing but as soon as that relaxes i can't imagine being a parent being comfortable with my kids going to play football in the next three to six
1: months yeah, without a
0: vaccine whereas actually you can sit there at a driving range and hammer away as much as you want
1: i oh, know i agree actually th- come to think about it i think for parents of children especially it's it's tricky isn't it and, and, and also it's like basically your kid hasn't done a, a, a Maybe they go to rugby club or cricket club or whatever, football. uh, And any sort of sporting environment that they maybe went every Tuesday, if that's not going to happen then for the foreseeable, but they are allowed to do other things, they're going to want to get the kids active, I would have thought. And so if certain avenues are opening up sooner than others, they're going to be directing them to those. Uh, And so I, I, I completely agree that that's potentially those sports that are opening up sooner than others are going to to gain some sort of benefit as a result of increased participation especially amongst yeah. juniors and i can think the only the only barrier in the place is the is the sort of perceived stuffiness of of golf as a as a sport isn't it mm. i remember as a as a junior uh, sort of not Not feeling particularly welcome on golf courses and i do think that probably exists to this day to some extent on on certain golf courses which is a terrible shame i think as long as (laughs) as long as golf courses uh some like obviously this will always happen but uh, like some of the more rural golf courses are are always going to be um managed run by an an elder generation aren't they so maybe the commercial ones the 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 resorts and the the, the the high ranking golf courses that have got sort of professionals running them, they're gonna be ahead of the game. But these ones that are a bit out in the sticks, maybe that are maybe more traditionally based golf courses, I think uh, are always gonna have a, an air of prejudice against junior members. I know what you mean. though. I know what you mean. I think this is this is this is part of our uh, our mission as well, isn't it? Is just to try and talk about that as a we can't talk about it then yeah. what can we talk about
0: well i've got to come up with another feature other, other, otherwise uh we're struggling <laughs> no but i i get what you mean i get what you mean so i think like in the words know...
1: of my friend <laughs> and this is going to need a serious beep on it <laughs> that, and we might we might have to cut this bit out anyway but they are run by <laughs> <laughs> how,
0: can not, how can i not include that <laughs>
1: <sighs> uh, anyway oh. cheers right anyway did we did we respond to paul there i think we sort of did we covered a few bases we did.
0: well shout if we didn't paul um <laughs> what i thought i'd do is um, are, we, are we finished are we done
1: i think so yeah
0: okay well i thought to play us out rob don't mind <laughs> I've got, uh, we did a sound check a little while ago, didn't we? (laughs) Where you decided to sing,
1: didn't you? (laughs) Don't
0: know, did I? have that play out?
1: (laughs) I I don't know what you're referring to. Could be one of many.
0: It's even better then. Okay, well, uh, everyone out there, thanks very much for listening. Uh, You can get in contact with us rod at roads246.com or rob at roads246.com you can see us on Instagram and Twitter love to hear from you just so you know we've had a couple of exciting conversations with some people uh, about coming on the show um, so we might have a bit of a diverse view of guests but it should be quite interesting rather
1: well, um, than us guffing around
0: uh, <laughs> so Rob is there anything before you play us out
1: no just play it I don't
0: alright see you later guys enjoy bye
1: right. <laughs> Spread my wings. Keep going and fly away. I believe I can just Woo! see me running through the open door. I believe I can fly. I can fly. I can fly.
0: <laughs> that is you singing, I believe I can fly by R. Kelly.
1: Thanks for that. All right. I will. There will be a retort. (laughs) (laughs) See you later.